Whoops. Are you ready? No, I'm not. <laughs> there used to be a red light that would shine through to the front of that camera. It's no longer shining. So I never know if it's actually recording or not. It is. Audio looks good? Audio do I need to clap? Good. Uh, yeah, clap. Good? Yeah. We're trying a new Can mic. Can I do so. that too? Yes. Patty cake? Bloopers! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ready? Yeah, it's already going. Hey everybody, it's Aaron from Coraline Sporting Goods, and I'm sitting here with Amanda Lynn Mayhew. Um, we're gonna jump right into it. I'm not gonna I'm gonna jump over ballistic sponsors and stuff. We'll we'll harass them later. But this is a very interesting podcast that I'm looking forward to. This this woman's been around the world, done lots, seen lots, and has a lot of cool stories to tell. So we're gonna jump right into it. All right. So I'm ready. Uh, do you want me to go with Amanda Lynn Mayhew or just Amanda? Or? We can just do Amanda. Amanda, Amanda okay. Everybody, yeah. We're close enough now. Good. Yes, Jump right we're into tight. It. Excellent. <laughs> so um, tell us a bit about yourself right off the bat. Um, so I'm five foot seven. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so born and raised hunting and fishing my whole life. Yeah. Uh, introduced to it at a very young age because it's what my parents did. Yeah. And it just became a lifestyle. It's just who I am and what I know and what I've taught my children. And... Being where I'm standing now in my career, if you want to call it that, has just all been kind of luck, maybe. Um, I was always kind of in the media with fitness. So I had a fitness magazine. I did a lot of athletic stuff, bodybuilding competitions, a lot of modeling when I was a little bit younger. and but. In still doing that, I was always hunting and or fishing, and I was always being very social about what I did, and people were taking recognition of that. So the boys from Outdoor Canada Magazine, um, Toronto Sportsman Show, uh, different different other publications, and we just connected all together, and it just started rolling into a great big ball of just hunt. Very cool. That's beginning to end. I love how sim simple it is. Just hunt. That's it. Just hunt. That's amazing. That's, well... And, and it's funny because 20 years ago when my friends would, would say, like, what are you doing? Well, I'm just I'm just hunting. I'm just going hunting. Or, you know, it was just always kind of a phrase that I always used. So to be able to brand just kind of a slogan that fits what I do and, and, and who I am is it was pretty easy. You mentioned uh, Fitness Magazine when you were in Ontario. Tell me a bit about that. Oh, boy. So um, most people that follow what I've done in the past and, and even currently, um, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease back in 1998. And they had put me on a bunch of medications to try to treat it, and I hated all of it. And I flushed them all down the toilet, and I went to the to Walmart, and I bought a total gym. Nice. <laughs> Chuck Norris inspired. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and um, so from that, I, I went to buy magazines just to try to like motivate myself in different ways and stuff. And I, it, every magazine I bought was like 12 pages of advertisements before you actually got to an article. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it myself. So I learned the program, and I designed, created, laid out, edited, did everything myself, photo shoots, you name it, went and found the stories, put them in the magazine, and did my own magazine ad-free. Wow. Ad-free, out of my pocket. Yeah. Um, published that every single month for probably seven or eight years. And I just went around different provinces and, and reaching out to different people and finding their stories. And their stories weren't always like, I lift 480 pounds. Yeah. Their stories were, I am struggling with this, this, and this. And this is how I do it to to just to try to to try to live and be the best that I can be. So together, we motivated each other, yeah. and it it allowed me to become a stronger person than who I ever was. So being able to flush all those pills down the toilet yeah. and just working at resistance training, um, strengthening myself to be the best 
part of me that I can be and still deal with what I'm dealing with. And that's kind of how all the fitness stuff came into effect. And then connections started happening, like I said, with Chuck Norris and, and just different athletes around the world. And it just blew up into a, a big lift like a girl, um, fitness fanatic. Yeah. Community. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. How do you get linked in with Chuck Norris and Total Gym? Well, that's a funny story. Um, I picked up the phone one day and called Total Gym in California and I ended up getting the inventor's name is Tom and his wife is Joy. And she happened to answer the phone that day and she wasn't supposed to. <laughs> and she was like, uh, so who are you and, and how can I help you? And I told her who I was and what my story was, which was just that, that I had been using the Total Gym for X amount of years and we're probably going on 12 at that point. And uh, she liked my story. Yep. She said, so what do you want from me? And I said, well, to be honest, I want to do an infomercial with Chuck Norris. And she laughed. And she said, you have the biggest set of balls I've ever met on a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I never got to do the infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> but she did invite me down to uh, Houston to Chuck Norris's Kickstart Kids fundraising event, which is an incredible fundraiser that allows... Um, a small intimate group of people, 300 or so, yeah. in a room, and there's auctions, silent auctions, and it's just a, a big display on on what, where the the money goes to kickstart kids and how it funds for the kids to get out there and you know martial arts and 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 oh my god! So I've been involved in this for about six or seven years, yeah. and the the couple little girls that I saw six or seven years ago, I've been able to watch them raise and grow into who they are now, and they're registered nurses and they're black belt coaches and Oh, I got goosebumps right now. You have no idea. <laughs> so, so it's it's uh, that's how that connection all went, and I still use a total gym to this day. Very cool. Yeah. And how has that affected your? Um, I, do I call it an illness or like I, I you, you still deal with it day to day? And I do. Yeah. And uh, with Graves' disease, it's an autoimmune deficiency, so your body attacks itself. So yep. I always tell my doctor, I laugh, and I say, my body hates me a lot today. <laughs> so there's all kinds of different things. So um, muscles, nerves, uh, just uh, exhaustion. Yep. Um, two o'clock in the afternoon, I could sleep standing up. And so it. the Total Gym is an amazing piece of equipment because as you're working out, you're stretching yourself. So it's um, that's the only kind of workout that I've found that will actually work for me and I've done like circuit training and yep. and heavy bodybuilding and stuff and it's really hard on your joints and stuff so when you are prepping your body for oops <laughs> white white tail white tail, white tail down, down. <laughs> white tail down. <laughs> smoked it <laughs> don't cut that <laughs> so um when you're uh, where was I uh, talking about the total body gym and how it's stretching your muscles as opposed to just high Yeah, weights. so I noticed that when I was doing a lot of bodybuilding um, with heavy weights and stuff, like that's hard on your body. So yep. when you're preparing your body to be the strongest that it can be for who you are, yep. resistance training by far is the best and cardio, right? So you want to keep your, your organs healthy by doing cardio and, and high energy stuff, but for maintaining muscle and, yep. and keeping like for my particular body it, that's the best workout but my sister she's a crossfit coach and she's a little on the crazy side and she she she's 490 pounds well maybe not that much. Well, crossfit's amazing when it's done correctly it is it's it's one of those things that i worked in the school system for 10 years and, and ran an after school program with youth in the mini gym upstairs five days a week um but a lot of times they had no idea what they were doing or what direction to go when they were with, with their fitness so a lot of it had to do with just getting back to the basics and proper form and stuff like that 
and we had some that were getting into CrossFit, but on their own without proper Ooh. training, and that's where the injuries were occurring. Yeah. Whereas we had one teacher at the school that actually was a certified CrossFit. He got into it the right way and, and stuff, and so he'd he'd give them a lot of tips and tricks and stuff like that to just avoid injury. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be kind of the biggest thing that it's a phenomenal exercise if done correctly. Yeah, and yeah. it and it and it's empowering. Oh, big time. And um, well, any of it is really. Yeah. So from that whole Graves disease, fitness, total gym stuff. Yeah. I came up with a slogan back in the fitness fanatic days called be real, be strong, be you. And that's my heart because I'm not ever going to be like Jillian Michaels. Right. And I'm never going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But I'm never going to be weak. Yeah. So be real, be strong, be you has now incorporated itself into the Just Hunt branding. Awesome. And into the Bear Strong clothing line. Very so, cool. And it touches hearts of so many different people. And a lot of the women that I deal with, especially in my outreach programs, yep. they're going through the same kind of thing that I am. They have fibromyalgia or they got diagnosed with some kind of like muscle disease or, you know, and they want to get out there and they want to do these things, but they don't have A, anybody to teach them or B, anyone to take the time to work around what they're struggling with on yep. the inside. And that's a big deal to me. Tell us more about your out- outreach programs. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, I did a little digging before you came in uh-huh. and found a little bit about some of the programs you offer, whether it's range days. Mm-hmm. Um, do you focus on youth? Do you focus on females? Tell us about your range days. So mostly females. Yep. Um, youth, definitely. Yep. I started doing range days in probably 2011. I was working at a gun store in Ontario and people were recognizing that there was a female behind the gun counter yep. and girls were coming in and asking me questions, show me how to shoot, blah, 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 blah. And that rolled into taking a couple of girls to the range to taking 30 girls to a range yeah, yeah. and setting it up into stations. So pistol, shotgun, rifle, archery, and cutting the girls up into four groups of six and yep. having them rotate from station to station. So all the stations are going at once and they got 45 minutes of unlimited ammo or arrows and being able to rotate and learn everything that they can about the mechanisms, the mechanics of the tools that they're using in yep. a non-intimidating environment. So that was way back then. And since then, it's grown. Uh, and I think the, I mean, most people do one range day a year. Yeah. I was up to nine. Oh, wow. So traveling all over Ontario, and I would only take 30 girls because I want to know who you are. Yep. I want to remember who you are, and I want to yep. keep in contact. So I started from 12 years old all the way up to, I think my oldest lady was 84. That's and awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Her <laughs> story. I've never shot a gun before in my life. I want to shoot that one. She chose a 12-gauge shotgun. She pulled the trigger. She swore. <laughs> and then she wanted to shoot it again. I don't even know if she's still alive. That yep. was a long time ago. Yeah, her but- shoulder survived, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't see her the next day. But um, So then being involved with the Toronto Sportsman Show allowed me to meet more people in the communities around where I live yep. and where I have range days where they're bringing in their youngsters who are like maybe 8, 9, 10, 11. Yep. And in the last couple of years, them coming to meet me and saying, Amanda, you know, I want to shoot a gun. I want to come to range day and me going, well, usually don't go anywhere under 12, but let's take you over to this booth and see if you can shoulder even a 410. Because yep. um, 9, 10-year-olds, 11, 12, whatever, so they're all built differently, right? Yep. So I have I think the youngest girl I had this year was nine. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And do you find most of your clientele at those range days are already outdoor women? Or is no. it women who just think it'd be cool to get into it, see what it's all about? They know nothing about guns for the most part. Yes. I, would, I would say 75% of the women have never touched a gun before. Yep. But then I have 25% 
who are return. They they come like I have one girl that's come to like twenty range days. Wow. So um, and every range day is different. Every range day offers something different. Sometimes yep. we have black powder. Uh, this year we're gonna have a cannon. <laughs> that's awesome. Right. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> so. Um, Accuracy shooting with a cannon, like yeah. you're actually hitting a target. Well, yeah, we're gonna hit some. We're gonna shoot it at something. Perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean range day. Nice. So um, everything, and and I and I try to make every range day just a little bit different. So at the beginning of the day, when you're all coming in, I talk about what kind of actions we're using and what kind of calibers to expect. We'll rip apart an 870 and we'll put it back together, and then I'll get some of the girls to come up and do it that way too. If you know. How a gun works, you're more comfortable holding it and pulling the trigger. Yeah. So, and um, the kids, kids are amazing. The kids are phenomenal when it comes to firearms. And they're so safe. And, I mean, if you teach them that safety stuff at such a young age, it's going to stick with them. It's like going to school, learning yep. math. Yeah. So, yeah. So, from range days, yep. I, did, I did a range day about four years ago in a small town called Bancroft. And a lady in the crowd was like, so, well, I have my license, and I have no one to take me hunting. Well, I'll take you hunting. <laughs> you know someone that can take <laughs> care of that for? <laughs> so I developed a new program called Take Me Hunting. Did that for two years. It was very successful. Yep. Just starting with a grouse hunt, so very basic. Come with what you need. We're staying in a log cabin. We're going to be there for the weekend. Yep. We're going to meet each other. I'm going to take five girls. Talk about the chokes in your guns, what gun you're using. We're going to take you to the sand pit. Have you shoot. I want to see how you're shooting. I want to see you pick that shell up off the ground. Yep. We're going to go for a walk in the bush. We're going to look at the different trees and the and trails and, and tracks and do some moose calling. See a grouse. Shoot it. Clean it cook it nice and that was that's your that's your weekend of from the bush to the table that's right right. just like that yeah and the feedback from that was just over the moon because it wasn't in a classroom with the book yeah you're not taking the hunting class and then going uh i have a question you know like you're always calling somebody yeah you got it all right there in front of you yeah and the thing with that is that i didn't know how much knowledge i had until i did the first one oh yeah you know like you just you don't know what you you don't want you know what you know until you teach somebody else yeah. The content. Yeah. So uh, and and it, and it was just so cool. So from that three years ago is take me fishing, take me ice fishing, take me off roading. Yeah. And then we just did our very first take me hunting the deer edition. So taking girls out on their very first deer hunt. Yeah. You know, hooking them up with their very own crossbow that they get to keep forever. And that's the other thing too, being able to work with all my amazing sponsors yeah. that can pitch in and help these women move forward and keep moving forward in the outdoors world. So hooking them up with their own fishing rods and their ice augers and their crossbows and who yeah. does that? No no one that I know. <laughs> it's one of those things that being Even in- I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no one did that for me when I was a kid. <laughs> It's, but uh, enjoying the outdoors is one of those things that can be costly. Yeah. Um, so for those that may not have the spare cash to throw around to, to get into it, it's mm. phenomenal to have that sort of a situation where you can help them out and use your sponsors to get them into it. Because you hook someone at a young age, they're hooked for life. Fishing, hunting, camping, just being in the outdoors, it's phenomenal. True. Now go back to range day. Yeah. I don't know if I ever want to hunt with a gun. Maybe I want to hunt with a bow. Well, I'm going to go to Amanda's range day. I'm going to pay whatever, $99 for unlimited ammo and unlimited selections of what. Maybe I don't want to hunt. Maybe I want to target shoot. Maybe I want to be pistol competition. You come there for five hours and you figure it out. Maybe I never want to hold a gun again. Yeah. Right? Instead of opportunity going to get your license and then being like, well, shit, I don't even like this. Yeah. 
I hate it. So, Didn't like it. Don't want to do it. Yeah, not for me. No license required to come to range day. Yeah. So do you have other people with you? Yeah. Just for safety and um, that sort of thing. So or? with the clubs that I work with, I have the mentors, the RSOs, and you know the different volunteers that come out. Yeah. But in the last two years, I I have a Just Hunt ambassador program now. Nice. So to have that and have the girls that come and have participated in Range Day and take me hunting, and these have all been participants of the different programs that I do. So to be able to have them come to the Range Day and they already know in their head how this all rolls out. Yeah. I don't even have to be there anymore. <laughs> it can run itself. You're just there to <laughs> shake hands and kiss babies. <laughs> no, I work hard. <laughs> I love meeting all the women. I love remembering who they are and seeing them in six months from now and them messaging me and saying, Amanda, I went to range day. I bought my first rifle and I shot my first deer yeah. because I went to your range day. Yeah. Shit. There is no, there is like no, there's, there's nothing that can replace that. Yeah. That's phenomenal. It is, and I have a lot of those messages. Those girls are harvesting more deer than I am. <laughs> well, and you've been doing the range days for how long? Since 2011. And you do how many roughly a year? Um, the year before I did nine. Last yep. year I did six. This year I'm only doing three. Because the Take Me outreach programs yep. are, to me, more, can I say, more important, more viable, yep. maybe. I'd like to spend more time with the women in the outdoors than on the range. So right. I'm trying to cut back on range days. Yep. I have a hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, cut back on the range days and, and try to focus more on getting them outdoors and being able to be with them, whether it's fishing, off-roading. That's a huge thing. Yeah. What's uh, it like out, out east there? Well, we're out west, so I, I consider you out, out east. I know you're central, but off-roading, is it all you have to stay with on regulated trails and that sort of thing? Or it is it just the wild west? It <laughs> Because out here in BC, it's kind of the Wild West. You just jump on and go. So it depends where you are in Ontario. In Southern Ontario, yes, there are trail systems that you have to follow yep. and stuff like that. But once you get up to Northern Ontario, there's kind of different options depending on the area that you're in. Yep. There's bush. You can jump on a machine and just, just go, go in the bush. Yeah, nice. for sure. And that's, I mean, we're, we're a small enough area, Northern BC, or not small enough area, large area, small population, right. that there's not as much of an impact on on the great outdoors from quads and snowmobiles but we're seeing more restrictions coming down the pipeline uh, right now we're, with caribou closures that are occurring they're shutting down a lot of snowmobiling in the backcountry in specific areas because it allows it creates tracks in that the wolves can run along to attack mm -hmm. the caribous and so we're definitely seeing more of that coming into play but it's um we, we could discuss that for hours which we're not here to do because there's <laughs> pros and cons to it and there's different opinions and stuff but, of course but we're seeing anything. more more regulations coming in too so things to be aware of for sure so northern ontario is the same okay it's a great big huge area with yeah. very less population yeah. and then southern ontario is polluted yeah right so yeah. same idea your range days are they more southern ontario located like the the, yes. the city folk that don't yes. get these opportunities yes yeah. i did the furthest north i've gone has been like um i don't know how familiar you are with ontario but elliott lake ontario is as far north as i've gone okay. which is kind of a sault ste marie area okay so kind in there but i try to keep them like owen sound hamilton um guelph bancroft yep. way out east yeah um i've done yeah i've done quite a few that's quite, awesome quite a lot yeah. a lot I have every single girl that has ever gone through. I have her name, her phone number, and her email address, and I still keep in contact with them to this day. Very cool. Well, and that, that's the sort of thing that will stick in their heads for forever. The, the impact you had on them that day, but then the fact that you're willing to follow up and keep that relationship going mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. I take the time. Yeah. You want a big... 
I'd call it a prestigious award here recently. I did. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell you about it. Yeah. How how embarrassing my thank you speech was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. Wow. So they had a, a, a new show this year, uh, Canada's biggest gun show called TACCOM. Yep. And um, oh wow, what an amazing show. I had no idea that it was going to turn out the way that it did. Like almost anybody and everybody involved in the firearms industry was there. Yeah. Out of country, manufacturers, uh, local dealerships, like just everybody was there. And, um, and I was there. I was probably one of the only hunting people there and did you have a booth set up i did or? have okay. a booth set yeah. up just kind of a clothing booth um yeah. didn't do so hot but i wasn't really expecting a lot either yeah and um they had an award ceremony uh coat of arms which is a production company yeah. um and they have their own tv series now too but they had um this crazy idea to give people recognition in the industry that wouldn't normally see it on any other level so Corey and Doug from Coat of Arms, I mean, we've worked together off and on, smashing ideas back, and they've videotaped a, a bunch of range days for me and stuff too. And he knows how much work and heart I put into the things that I do. Yeah. And same with all these other people that had received awards. And there was different categories, so like Best Male Shooter of the Year, and, and you know, I can't even remember them all now, but there was like 13 categories. Uh, John from uh, Wolverine Supplies Manitoba won uh Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, wow. Amazing. Oh, my yeah. God. I think he made everybody in, in the audience cry. With his speech? Yeah, yeah, I made everybody in the audience laugh. <laughs> That's more my alley, That's too. What That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so two great big... It was like you're at the Grammys. Yeah. So two great big, huge screens. Uh, my table was right in front, because, I mean, where else would I sit? Exactly. I had all my ambassadors there, and uh, my sister was there, and my son, and these two big screens are there, and they're, like, hunting. Ambassador recipient of the year or whatever goes to Amanda Lynn Mayhew and then they came into this big video of coat of arms doing this whole range day thing and wow I was just sitting there staring at the screen going you guys <laughs> 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 like I don't want to go up there and my sister's over here and she's bawling her face off and I'm like could you just stop that right now <laughs> how many people how many nominees were there in that division I don't know okay I never like were you list. aware no I had no idea. You had no idea? Going, I had no idea what was going on. Wow. No clue what was going on. And um, yeah, so I went up on stage and, and just couldn't believe what was going on. And I felt like I won a Grammy, but it was the Golden Bullet <laughs> Award. Hunting and, hunting Ambassador of the Year. And uh, said my thank you speech like this because it was very bright. Yeah. Oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more important than a Grammy because a Grammy is about the work you they do. I mean, the yeah. music industry is phenomenal. But what you won the award for was for giving back. Mm -hmm. Right. And in the grand scheme of things, that's way more important than making a, an amazing song. Right. I Not saying that they don't give back as no, well, but yeah. it's a phenomenal award. So. But that's a, how you can compare it to because if yeah. you're sitting at home watching the Grammys and you're like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I would have picked a completely different outfit. <laughs> <laughs> would have had some better words, maybe. Yeah. At least. Had you been aware that you were nominated, then you could have been prepared. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. Like, I had no... I don't think anybody did. I think they caught everybody off guard. Yeah. Like, John. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes it, I'd say, more special yeah. in the moment because yeah. it caught the realness in, in you in, in to, to get up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you had no clue. No clue. Uh, we'll get back to hunting a little bit here. Okay. So, um, you're hunting around the Peace region right now. I am. And... You've, it's been very cold. Very cold. <laughs> we got a little bit of a cold snap mm -hmm. and it was minus 25 to 28. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One day it was minus 28. Yeah. Oh yeah. And tell us, tell us a bit about that. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your hunting in, in the oh peace region. Okay. What kind of critters are you chasing up here? So, uh, chasing elk and white-tailed deer. Yeah. So, uh, originally I was here in September with, uh, Jeff Quayle. And we chased some elk for a couple of days and it didn't pan out so well. They hadn't hit the rut and I didn't know anything about elk. Nothing. Not what they this, sounded was like. It, is this year your first time that elk hunting? First time. Gotcha. So came up here and met with Tim from Old Smokes. Yep. And that was the first time I got to meet with him. And yeah, went out to, uh, he had a place set up, a hunt camp set up. And we went out there and we did some... Uh, uh, scouting and and uh, sighting in the guns and stuff like that and Jeff was kind of teaching me about you know what to expect in the bush on the field what kind of uh, long-range shots we would be having and just anything and everything to do with elk because I knew nothing I had never even seen one elk before. are their own crazy species to hunt uh, unlike deer moose anything you've yes yeah I, and I know this now yeah <laughs> So I was uh, able to put in four to five days yep. there, and then I met up with my friend in Grand Prairie, Kyle, and we went out for a couple of days. And you know, all the hard work and, and the footwork going into hunting with Jeff in September, yep. we saw nothing <laughs> of an elk. We saw, I had a conversation with some muley deers, yep. I shot some footage of some bears yep. and, and stuff like that, but no elk. Was it weather related? Because it was so it warm, was warm here. Yeah, yeah. They hadn't um, gone into the rut yet. They didn't go so. into the rut yet, no. So me and Kyle park at the end of the road, the same the same time. Yeah. Um, park at the end of the road, talking to each other, walking down this road, and there's an elk standing right there, eighty yards away behind a tree. And he's like, Do you see it? I'm like, No, I don't see it. Do you see it? No, I don't see it. I don't see it. I were, he's videotaping it and I've even looked at the footage and apparently there's an elk standing behind a tree and all his, his antlers are moving like this. <laughs> I still don't see it. <laughs> So anyways, that was over. We went duck hunting. Yeah. The next day I flew home and then be, uh, set up a BC hunt here in mid-November yep. with another buddy that I'm going with next week. But I had two weeks free. So Kyle was like, hey, if you want to come back, you know, we can try this again. So I'm like, sure, I'm in. So I uh, came here November 2nd. And from November 2nd to last night, hunted as hard as we could for whitetail and bull elk. So... Um, it wasn't hard to figure out where they were traveling, where they were eating, where they were bedding. It was just a matter of trying to get in between them. Yep. Um, if the bush was reversed, easy, but it was this way. <laughs> so you couldn't you couldn't pass the field to get into the bush to get in front of them because you would be crossing them. Yep. And it was just like so many different, it was like playing football. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't coming in if you were trying to bugle them in or cow talk them in. No. They just... No, so down, no. in this last week they were bugling, yeah. uh, locating calls, and and uh, the cows were chirping and stuff. Yeah. But no, it, it, and the oh my god, the things that I've learned about elk, I I could sit here and talk to you for hours, because I've gone from nothing to I get it. Yeah. I get why they're ghosts of darkness. I get why they're one of the most challenging animals. Yeah. Um. But I got one. That's awesome. We'll uh, we'll leave it at that tune in and see the rest of the story and <laughs> on just hunt but uh, i've seen pictures and it's a phenomenal bull and that's all i'm gonna say so. or you could sneak peek on social media and go see what he looks like at where do they find you um on instagram amandalyn mayhew on facebook amandalyn mayhew on twitter that would be amandalyn mayhew <laughs> <laughs> kept it simple <laughs> kept it simple perfect or just hunt yeah <laughs> so yeah and uh i will tell you this 226 yards shot excellent yeah mm -hmm. and with a gun you weren't overly familiar with no yeah not not my grandfather's weatherby 
Nope. <laughs> a gun I've only shot, well, only shot it once on the range to see how it would shoot. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's all going to change, right? It is going to change. Why is that? Because you're building me a gun. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Rifle. We're, we're putting together a pretty awesome Rocky Mountain Rifle for her. Yeah. Lightweight, thumb hole stock. It's going to be phenomenal. You're going to love it. It's going to be... It's going to be a game changer. And then with the proper practice, you're going to be ringing gongs at a thousand yards if you choose to yeah. for long range practicing, which then makes you more comfortable if you have that three or 400 yard shot that you just can't get beyond. And it's a lot of fun for predator hunting. If you get that wolf that's oh, out oh. there and you can't get any closer and it won't come any closer, you can take that shot on that wolf. And, and coyotes. Like and I am no questions asked. You, if you're comfortable with the gun... It'll, it'll hit exactly where you point it, which is nice. I'm super excited for the rest of the season to be able to use that yep. and see what it can do and, and you know, take yep. a little bit of stress out of the hunting part of it. Because, yep. I mean, for me, even though I've hunted my whole life and it's never been stressful, yep. take yourself filming and add it to your hunt yeah. and see how, see how hard that is. <laughs> <laughs> do you normally have a videographer with you when you're hunting or do you do no. a lot of it yourself? I do a lot of it yeah. myself. Um, if we're in a, mm -hmm. in a program like Take Me Hunting or Range Days, uh, one of the girls will pick up the camera and kind of, yep. they know how to use them and they're really good at what they do. But when I'm on a hunt like this for big game, I'm usually here by myself. So you're doing, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but you've got a sheep hunt in the States lined up, right? Yeah, for And next do year. you have multiple people with you on that one? Just me. Just you. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I did my first sheep hunt this fall. Talked about it a bit on these podcasts. We haven't done the full full meal deal. I'm waiting for the crew that I went with to do a full-on podcast of that trip. But uh, probably the most intense hunt I've ever done. And just the idea to be filming myself doing that all would be... It's, it's mind-boggling the amount of effort and work that it would take to do that. So. And I didn't realize that it was... Like, I didn't... I knew that it was a lot of hard work, yep. and but learning from all the videographers that I've worked with over the course of the years and knowing what has to get done yeah. makes it a lot easier. Um, and I didn't realize that it was as challenging as it is, I guess. I mean, I know a lot of other TV hosts that do do self-filming, mm -hmm. and I do know a lot of TV hosts that just can't stand it. Because yeah. they're like, how am I supposed to do this and do this and do this all at the same time? How yeah. do I make it with, work? I have no idea. the animals noticing that I'm setting up a tripod with a camera and then getting in front of it to make sure I'm between it and the Funny animal. Funny story. Yeah. In September, or no, the beginning of October, I had Take Me Hunting uh, Deer Edition. had a girl sitting in a tree stand above me, and I was sitting on the ground. And I had my camera on a tripod, and I was just kind of doing an up an update. It was about an hour into it, and I'm looking at the camera, and I'm like, so, been here for about an hour, nothing going on. Oh, there's a bear right there. <laughs> All right, so let me take this camera and move it this way. No, not good. This way, no, not This way, oh, shit, put back where it was. Pick up the gun so the camera is filming where I started talking to it. Yeah. Me with the gun and the bear walking in front of the gun. And I did that myself. <laughs> How far was the bear away? 16 yards. Oh, like right there. Oh, right there. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Went, could have done the selfie with the bear. Oh, yeah. I totally <laughs> did in the video. <laughs> so that's on social media. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you, I don't get that like, oh my God, it's a bear. I get the, hey, there's a bear. Yeah. So I don't get that whole like crazy adrenaline pumping thing. And have I think you, that. Have you taken one with a bow? Uh, no. That's the only time that I've been jittery oh my god was i was i got 18 yards from it with a bow on my knees and shot it and just i didn't have a gun on me 
Um, it was back in the truck. We were in pairs out hunting, but then we ended up getting separated. Oh dear. And where I saw this one, I um, just crawled right on top. I didn't want to miss it. And I was about 18 yards from it and came to full draw on my knees and was just shaking oh, so no. hard that I actually had to let it down and then come back and then shot it. And it was just, that's, that's probably the highest adrenaline rush I've ever had hunting. Yeah. Cause it was just me, two arrows and the bear like, and that was it. <laughs> so it was phenomenal. But other than that, yeah, no, I, I get that with the, the rifle hunting with the bear. I'm not, don't get that. I get excited to see everything that I see, yeah. but I don't get that like power adrenaline rush until yeah. after the fact. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that was awesome, you know? And I just, I, my dad always taught me whatever decision you're going to make, no matter what it is in life, don't yeah. panic, stay calm. Yeah. So whether you're driving a vehicle or you're holding a gun, get the job done, do it right, do it right the first time. Nice. So, He's a smart man. Yeah, he is. Definitely. Yes. Do you, when, when you bear hunt, where do you hunt? Ontario mostly. Okay. Um, I did one in Alberta here a couple of years ago. Yeah. Got my 600 pound bear, 17 yards on the ground. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Very cool. Spring or fall? Uh, what was that? That was June, so it would have been okay. spring. Yeah. And then I did New Brunswick this past spring, and I got a nice little bear out of there. Uh, but mostly Ontario. I mean, I've been bear hunting forever. Okay. I love bear hunting. I, to me, they're kind of like dogs. Yeah. Each bear has its own its own personality, yeah. and for me, because I've been bear hunting for so long, um, I get it. Like I, I can I can read them. I feel like I know I can read them. Um, depending on what mood they're in and stuff, I just I just feel like I I know what their you know yeah. what their next move is going to be so to speak. Yeah. And everyone says they're unpredictable and each province is different. But uh, I like learning about them more and more. Mm -hmm. I would rather watch them um, for as much as I can before deciding on harvesting them or not. And um, bear bears um, they're strong animals and that's a big deal to me because and my clothing collection is called bear strong yeah so it's your inner strength and bears have a lot of that <laughs> and outer <laughs> strength but um yeah so it's kind of all in the message and how it plays out with everything that i do no kidding so we've got a clothing line yes we've got a tv show yes we've got used to have a magazine but you don't do the fitness magazine anymore correct right. okay um what do you do with all your spare time I hunt. <laughs> I'm joking. It doesn't sound like you really have any spare time. Uh, I have a lot of spare time, actually. It probably sounds like I'm a lot busier than I am. Social media, not social media, your media appearances at shows and ambassadors yep. and, and you're taking the ladies to the range and all these things. Yeah, so but I do it in a way. So when I have range days, I try to schedule it in spring and summer yep. so that it's just a it's just one day during a weekend. Gotcha. Right. Um, I take me hunting. I try to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, this year was the first year we did a full week. So it's not, I, I'm trying to do, I'm really good at time management. So I try to keep myself as much time as I'm gone from home. I am at home. Yeah. So in trade show season, I mean, one year I did so many of them. I didn't even know what province I was waking up in, yeah. but this year I'm, I'm kind of focusing on more, um, like the Toronto Sportsman Show, I'm the ambassador of the Toronto Sportsman Show. I will never give that up. Yep. I love that show. I will always be there for that show, hands down. Uh, this year we are doing, I do SHOT Show. Yep. And You I'm, have a booth or are you walking no, around I'm filming? I'm there walking yeah, yeah. and shaking hands, meeting people, uh, talking to sponsors, you know, stuff like that. 
and then I'm going to be probably here at the BC Outdoor Show, which is new for this year, and that's connected with Sportsman Channel and Outdoor Canada Magazine. They're doing something new this year, okay. and I'm really excited to be there for that one. And Toronto Sportsman Show, and then I have one in Northern Ontario, Timmins area that I do. It's a very intimate community, but it's where I'm from. Oh, yeah. It keeps me rooted, keeps me grounded, and I get to see all the kids I went to high school with. And that's probably going to be it for this year. Okay. So, yeah. And with all of these um, TV shows, social media, all the sportsman shows, you're kind of in the spotlight at all times. All the time. And I follow you on social media, and you have an Instagram following of 46, 47,000 people. Yeah, so people are watching you at all times, <laughs> right? And and what's, what's that like? Ah... Uh... Social media, it's not too bad. I'm pretty, like, I have my personal Facebook page, and then I have a public page where if I want the whole world to know something, I, yep. I put it there. I get a ton of messages, and I try to answer everybody that I can. I, I try never to leave anybody hanging. And and it's funny because I get a lot of feedback, like, is this really you, Amanda? And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, who, who am I going to get my password to? <laughs> I don't trust anyone with, with my passwords. No, and, and I don't. And I don't trust anybody with communicating with people on your behalf. On my behalf. Yeah. So I do all my own website stuff, all my own marketing stuff, all my own literature, all my own communication, all my own phone calls. Everything is me. There's nobody else doing work for me. Gotcha. Do it all. All the designing of the programs, you name it. And the, the the best thing I like about social media, or the most favorite thing I like about social media, is when people do reach out to me and they ask me questions. And I mean real questions, not like, hey, what size is your foot? Or <laughs> do you dye your hair? You know, stuff. And you like get a lot that. of that? Oh yeah. No, okay. Are you really redhead? You know? <laughs> I don't know. How old are you? You know, just like silly questions like that. Yeah. I like, hey, what's your favorite gun? Or what do you use for optics? Or yeah. where do you like hunting? Or, you know, do you really like bear meat, Amanda? Because I think you're crazy. Well, that's an excellent question. <laughs> I love it. Okay. What I do you do, do with it? Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but are we talking roast? Or do you spice it up in sausages? Or um, Mostly roast. So if you take a nice bear roast and you put it in a slow cooker. Yep. And I mean, you can seize it a bazillion different ways. Yep. That thing cooking on low heat for six to eight hours will pull apart better than pulled pork. And it will be, yeah, wow. your face right there, put it in your mouth. <laughs> and it'll have the same look. Because it's a phenomenal. It's, the, it's what I grew up on. It's what my kids grew up on. It's favorite. It's definitely favorite. So if anybody's out there watching and they think bear meat is not cool, mm, you just got to try it. Just got to cook, cook it, it right. You. Yeah, call me. That's it. She's going to take us all to her place and cook it for all of us. So, <laughs> how, how big is your table? <laughs> how many people are watching. <laughs> uh, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, what time will it be ready? <laughs> December 12th. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. You all heard that. December 12th. We're all heading to Amanda's place for supper <laughs> in Ontario. <laughs> oh, oh, we can make that work. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So what what would you say to youth? that are seeing what you do and wanting to emulate what you're doing, get out there, become famous in social media, and pursue a career in media in the outdoor world. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. It is a lot of work. People that think that they can just pick up a camera and go and do what I'm doing, it's it's crazy. Like you, You can talk to my husband, and he'll sit there, and he'll see me for hours upon hours dumping footage and and discussing guidelines and thinking of ways to to make certain things look 
um, make sure I don't forget a sponsor. Uh, it is so much work. And then, you know, uh, I don't know if you if you actually watch some of these TV shows that are out there, but you got to wrap up, you got to intro, you got to yep. extra, you got to, you know, you have to have your, and, and every episode that I do, it has a story. Yep. Like whether I harvest an animal or not, there's a reason that I'm doing the hunt mm -hmm. or the fishing that I'm doing. And if you don't have a story, you don't like, what's the point? Yeah. So you, oh geez, if it's a dream, do it. Absolutely. But it's not easy. And I mean, yeah, we have, we have a great way of making it look easy. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of awesome TV hosts out there that are making it look easy. It's not easy. Talk to any of them really. And I don't have a cameraman. So that's added work to my load and then pre-editing and making notes on, you know, you have uh, 157 clips from one episode and you have to go through every single one of those clips and be like, is this B-roll? Is it A-roll? And the highlights and then telling your editor where you want it to go on the summary of the show and how you want it to look. Oh, post-production is way more work than production. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of work. Every hour you put in production, it's double that post easily. And then you're on all yeah. the time. Like you're on, you go to the grocery store, you're on. If somebody sees you in the in the bread in the bread in the bread aisle, I don't eat bread, but if they see you there, <laughs> it's an aisle that exists. You might be walking through it to get to the veggies. Exactly, and you know they want to. Oh my God, Amanda, I, I got to show you this picture. You need to be on. Yeah. And for the most part, I am on. But there's that day that you're just like, you're not, and you're not feeling the best. And someone approaches you and they want to tell you this story, and you need to figure out a way to be on. I go get my nails done, and I come out of this. Uh, of the, I do get my nails done. I can't believe I just said that. Get my nails done. It's the only girly thing I do, um, because I have a lot of photo shoots. They have to not look like there's blood inside them. <laughs> Might be a little bit from last night, but um, I go into the salon and get my nails done. I come out, and there's people around my truck waiting for autographs and pictures really? and hi and yeah, like I can't go anywhere. Yeah. So. And uh, I can't disguise myself. Like, what do I do with yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's when it's, your truck's labeled up too, yeah, right? Yeah, my truck's yeah. labeled up, of yeah. course. So, branding and marketing works really well. It it does what it's supposed to. <laughs> it does, <laughs> and it is it, it is. Don't get me wrong. I love talking to everybody that I meet, but you have to be on. You can't just like have one of those days where you're driving and you know you you got your big just hunt sticker on your truck and you're driving and someone cuts you off and you give them the finger. You can't you run them off the road. <laughs> take that, that. <laughs> yeah so you you have to you have to be careful yeah. and for the most part this is who i am anyways like i'm not anybody else i am never fake if i'm having an off day i'm just gonna say hey listen i'm having an off day yeah or whatever um yeah i'm as real as it gets yeah that that's what i'm noticing over the last <laughs> few days <laughs> yeah we've got to know each other pretty good very well in about five days from mm -hmm. the time you first reached out and we got Got the ball rolling. Yeah, we had no idea where this was going. Nope, not a clue. And and here we are. <laughs> and this was thanks to social media as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! But I first met you guys at the BC Abbotsford show two years ago. Abbotsford right? Boat and Sportsman Show. Seventeen. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We went down for the first time in probably five or six years. Um, we've had hit and miss at some of some of the shows like that, and it's do we go down as a sporting goods store and put stuff out for people to buy? Cause that's not what those shows are about. It's about marketing your brand and your product and stuff. And we, we had a few things that we were blowing out the door that we brought down and then the, the apparel and stuff, the hats and shirts and those sorts of things to sell. But, and it was more a branded, a branding trip and it was a phenomenal show for us. Had made some great connections. Um, we're just picking and choosing where to go next and which ones to, to hit because we, we want to get, we've got kind of the peace country tied down and we've got certain areas in the lower mainland in Alberta. We've been 
to uh, Wild TV's Hunt Fest in Edmonton and been in that show multiple times and, and just trying to figure out where to hit next. And with um, with social media, with a bell marketing campaign across Canada, we're just really trying to get our fingers out there and, and make this known all around Canada. Well, if I hadn't met you there two years ago, I wouldn't know who you were. Yeah. And then with Kyle mentioning that you guys make rif Rocky Mountain Rifles, I was like, wait a minute, what? That? Is that? These two are the same? Yeah. I had no idea. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Because he brought and, me here. And this is just a ma and pa shop, third generation, founded in 1962 by my grandparents. And it's kind of cool to, to try and take it to that next level. E-commerce, online, all that stuff. It's... It was pretty fun. incredible listening to your story the other day when you were telling me like why you guys are here and who's all involved and why it is an awesome story. It's, well, thank you. It is an awesome <laughs> story. And your shirt yep. says hunt hard and shoot straight. Yep. One of my slogans is shoot straight. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I hunt hard. There we go. Hunt hard, so, shoot yeah, straight. I'm going to get one of these shirts before I leave. Oh, we'll hook you up for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had the long sleeves that said hunt hard down one sleeve, shoot straight down the other. We're completely out of those ones at the moment, but... We'll get you a t-shirt for now. Yeah, yeah. And a hat if you want one. I want a hat. Okay. I want a hat. Perfect. I love hats. I never leave. It's like my costume. I never... If I leave... If actually, if I leave my house without a hat... Yeah. And I go to the grocery store, nobody really re recognizes <laughs> who I am. As soon as I put a hat on, not used like, to it. hey. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? I got one, one kind of a big question that could be... I don't want it to come across the wrong way. Okay. Because it could be taken a couple different ways. Okay. But um, being in the... The outdoor industry, hunting, fishing, camping, that sort of stuff, I see it's a predominantly, in this area, male environment. In all areas. Okay. <laughs> we agree on that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. What's it like being uh, a, a female in, an, in a dominant male uh, career? Uh, okay, so I've never looked at it that way. Yeah. So being that um, I was kind of raised a tomboy yeah. and had my hands dirty my whole life with my dad, you know, working on cars and, and just hunting and fishing and everything else when i was a little girl growing up in such a small community i just thought a hunter was a hunter was a hunter mm -hmm. and and it didn't matter what gender you were yep. so it never bothered it doesn't. me it doesn't no it doesn't but um how do i feel about being a female in a male-dominated well, industry and not how do you feel do you get resistance do you get pushback no that's awesome no i don't so and um my parents always told me to be real be strong be you so whatever you believe in no matter what, you stand on your two feet and you say, you say, you feel, you do, who, who is you. So um, I actually get more of a positive because I am a girl, because I am doing the things that I'm doing. I feel that more people want to work with me and brand with me and do whatnot because I am, I am pushing those boundaries over. But it's not just me. There are so many women out there that are yeah. doing it. They're just, yeah. they don't have the same maybe spotlight or media that I, there's a ton of women doing the same yep. sort of things. And there's a lot of women that are in male dominated um, industries. Christiane from Bite the Bullet. Yeah. She is, uh, so she makes pretty awesome jewelry uh, out of spent shell casing. She's a fitter fabricator welder. She Amazing. is a female in a male dominated industry. Yep. So we do exist. Yeah. And I think we, um, I don't know. I feel good and I feel proud of who I am, what I've accomplished. And it, I mean, I'm a girl and there's nothing I could do about it. Well, there probably is, but I don't want to. <laughs> so, why, why would you though? Why yeah. change, right? Right. I feel that I'm just as good, just as strong as the next guy. And, and yeah. I'm going to say, and Jeff, don't be mad at me, but um, <laughs> Jeff and I were, when I was here in September, he was sitting beside me in the truck and he looked at me and he's like, your husband must be one hell of a guy. And I'm like, why? He's like, because uh, you could be pretty intimidating, you know, like, 
um, you're more manly than most men I know. <laughs> um, I really didn't know how to how take you, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this a compliment or an insult? <laughs> manly. Define that for me. So, thank you, Jeff. Uh, it was... Uh, In the hot seat, Jeff. We'll, we'll be reaching out to you shortly. Ah, sucker. <laughs> But yeah, so um, it, it's I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a female, and I, I can get dressed up and, and be feminine and, and put that you know coat on or whatever. But yeah. this right here, this is who I am, and I'm yep. I'm okay with that. Well, and, and, and we see it too. Over fifty percent of our staff is female, and um, some of our some of the clientele that walks through the door specifically asks to speak to someone, and it's it's kind of that old boys club mentality mm-hmm. that we're breaking down and it, it's phenomenal that there are ambassadors like yourself out there pushing through and and the fact that you haven't had pushback phenomenal that's, no. that's excellent i think that shows the way society's progressing and people realizing that i think it also is your personality yep. right so like how you reach out to people or how you greet them or, yep. or whatnot i mean i learned a lot when i was working in the gun store yep. when an older guy comes in and he gives you that what the hell are you doing there behind the counter and you're yep. just like hey what's going on you know have you been out hunting lately and they can hear that tone in your voice and they know that you're like you know what you're talking about yeah it's just i think that's we, i don't think it matters we actually had a young lady come in um a year ago about and she's asked to speak to us and we know her she was born and raised in the area and she said i need to talk to you guys upstairs okay (laughs) so we take her upstairs and we sit at this table and she said you guys need to hire me on the gun counter we do we weren't looking and uh and she said yeah you need a woman on the gun counter um i don't know all the products here but you need me selling guns because some women might come in and feel intimidated if it's just three guys standing behind that counter yeah and uh you're, you guys need to hire me. So we did the next day. She started the next day and she was phenomenal. Unfortunately, Aww. she moved on to other things by her choice, family business, um, that they got up and running and we've been, she's, we were at their wedding this summer. Aww. Amazing woman, but I thought it was pretty darn cool for her to come to us and tell us we needed to hire her. And we did and it, she, she was spectacular. That's so. amazing. Morgan, we're, we're talking about you if, if you haven't figured that out. Morgan Spokely. <laughs> Used yeah. to be Bassett, from, born and raised here, but great girl. I'd hire her back in a heartbeat, but. Yeah, pretty amazing. So, one last thing I want to talk about is the coffee sitting around us here. Old Smokes Coffee. Yeah. And this, you brought this with you. This white tail that doesn't want to stay up there. <laughs> white tail down. So, you got <laughs> majestic black tail, bugling elk, hickory sticks, and oh. a bag full of other oh coffee. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Tim from Old Smokes in Grand Prairie. Yep. Um, I've been hearing about this stuff for almost a year. You know, you, you turn on Wild TV and you see these... Uh, these great creative commercials with uh, Steve Eklund and and Jeff and, and all these boys and um, smoked coffee. Who'd have thought? So is it still roasted and smoked, or I is it smoked know. instead of roasted? You'll have to call Tim on that. I, I'm gonna I have don't. To figure that out. I don't know, but I do know that I have loved like sipping whiskey and the cherry one. Yep. Um, are my favorites. I'm gonna steal those two and not get, share with Tim and Greg on those ones. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, when I was here in September and I got to go to the shop yep. and after seeing his commercials and, and learning his story and being in the shop and being in the presence and, and just frig, he's got a great story. He's got a great product. He's smart. He's creative. He's, he's funny. He's a giving man and he's got great coffee Excellent. and, um, I have my own blend now too. 
What's it called? Bear Essentials. Nice. Yep. With your logo and everything. And, mm-hmm. so and where can people find that? They, uh, You can go online at justhunt.ca and click on shop. And there's actually, I don't know if it's included in this, but there's a promo code right now that's just Christmas. And you can save a whole bunch of money if you buy online. Or you can go visit Tim and and he's been selling them hand over fist uh, in the store. And he's Grand in Prairie. Grand Prairie. Yeah, yep. Grand Prairie, Alberta. So, uh, yeah. And you can uh, even, I think you can even set up to get your own blends made. And there's, he's got so many different options. You can buy his blend, his, his sandwiches. He's got this elk panini for some ever. So it's not, not just a coffee shop. Oh, this is like a cafe. Wow. Sandwiches and, and baked goods. And oh my God, elk panini all the way. I've, I've had like my, (laughs) I should have brought you one. I know. It's just there. (laughs) Darn. Yeah. That was the first time I've ever had elk. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love elk. It's one, I, I'm not sure what you had for an elk sandwich, but it's probably one of the least gamey. It's got its own unique flavor and it's it's my go-to. Every yeah, year I, I want to just have an elk in the freezer. Well, I have an elk in the freezer now. Congratulations. <laughs> and for your first elk, it's a phenomenal elk. That's, first bull elk I've yeah. ever seen live outside of the farm was through the scope of my gun. And it's a phenomenal I'll leave it at that. It's a great elk. Tune in to check it out. Mm-hmm. I'll go on social media. <laughs> there might be a picture. <laughs> or two. <laughs> so, as well, uh, I just want to just kind of reiterate, we're building a Rocky Mountain Rifle. We are. 6.5 PRC. Yes. We're going Vortex Optics. Yes. And brand new technology to Canada, ballistics.ca for custom long-range turrets. I what, can't wait to tell everybody about that. Yeah, I know. It's it's phenomenal, and it's uh, it, it just came to fruition about a month ago, and it's a phenomenal brand that we're we're excited to be working with so how crazy how this is all just kind of in in five six days and with yeah i mean a month ago i was crying because my weatherby fell apart yeah and in another four days you're gonna be going home with a brand new rmr one of our fastest builds greg tells me he can do it quicker but this is a quick turnaround and it's going to be an awesome rifle yeah i'm excited i can't wait to see it thank you very much amanda lynn mayhew for coming in (laughs) This has been excellent. It was fun. Check her out. Social media, Amanda Lynn Mayhew on all platforms. Mm -hmm. Uh, Justhunt.com. No. .ca. Don't don't go to .com. I won't ever talk to you again. (laughs) Justhunt.ca. Justhunt.ca. Amanda Lynn Mayhew.com. Yeah. And on Instagram, there's official Just Hunt. Yep. And Amanda Lynn Mayhew. And Women's Hunting Association as well has its own Instagram page. And we try to empower a lot of the women that post a lot of stuff on social media. So kind of the same idea as Women's Outdoor News out of the States. Um, so if you're a female out there and you are into fishing, hunting, or whatever, and you have some cool pictures to share on Instagram, just find Women's Hunting Association and we'll share your stuff. Excellent. Coming from one of North America's top 10 female hunters, top 10 huntresses, correct? Yeah, don't use that word. That's a bad word. Hunter. Female hunters. Female, That's not how it I'm was in the article. I know. <laughs> I know. I was just copying what, what the article said. <laughs> so the article was uh, top 30 North American um, huntresses, but they, what was it? Kind of like an ambassador, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So top 30 and there's two Canadians and it was me and... Um, I want to say uh, Nikki? No. I don't oh, remember. Oh, man. Yeah, one of the top 30 anyways. Is, there you go. In is North America. In North America. Yeah. Top 30. I couldn't believe that. We'll just go with hunting ambassadors there you go. in North America. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the word huntress. Well, I don't, I don't really see why not. there needs to be a separation. I don't... See? 
Grew up a hunter. Yep. Not a huntress. Yep. My dad didn't call me his little huntress. Yeah. No. And I don't... Uh, there doesn't need to be no. a separation. No, no, I don't think so. You're kicking ass and taking names in the this what people hunting keep industry. Saying. Perfect. I just like hunting. Exactly. Just like hunt. the rest of us. Just hunt. <laughs> Check it out. Thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.